and hear your own. Best mix of music, Capital FM. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, for some strange reason, I, I, I don't know what has happened, but uh, uh, Nick, we're just about to start the show, and you're already g- giving. Uh, Advising stories and all that. <laughs> anyway, good evening. It's what, 25 minutes to 7 o'clock right here on the best weeks of music live on full capital FM. It's one of those absolutely cold days it was. But nonetheless, we're here every Thursday, 6.30 to 7.30. is the Legal Insider, the show that so many of you look forward to because most of the things, if not all, we're all looking forward to. Because at some point or another, you have been affected by what we mm-hmm. talk about in this mm-hmm. studio. And of course... As usual, I've been having my a good friend. Uh, he's now become a brother and a mentor, uh, a bank manager. He's an entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a mover. Ba- bank manager? <laughs> no, well, I've, I've worked in a bank, but you I've been a manager you in a see, bank. You see? You see? I did, I run, that. I did run a few programs there. Of course. Uh, I was young course. and energetic. Yeah, I, you, I wouldn't do that now. That's a story you tell yeah. us another day when, another when we day. decide to demystify who Nick Ndeda is, because mm-hmm. I have a lot of info about you. From, from my own point of view. <laughs> no, media, media, you know, we do our own research in our own way. But uh, nonetheless, Mr. Nick Ndeda, as usual, welcome to Capital FM. Ah, Santa, Santa, it's Santa, Santa, always Santa. good to have you every Thursday. People always ask me about you when we can. Well, I look Who's forward that to guy this. Who I, I look Ndeda? forward to this yeah, show. Absolutely. I, I love it. And uh, we've talked so many things. We've handled mm-hmm. so many things. Mm-hmm. And of course, we have uh, two amazing guests who will be joining us, who actually are here. It was an hour. It was an hour, by the way. So they can Ndeda. settle in the show. Yes, please, yeah. Nick Ndeda. I'm going to give you that uh, uh, oh, honor yeah. to so, do that. Uh, with us in studio today, we have Pascal Mosioki. An advocate of the High Court, Pascal. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Nick. Hi, Pascal. Okay. Hi, <laughs> <Hey>. again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell us a bit about yourself. So, uh, my name is Pascal Musioki. I'm really excited to be here. Mm-hmm. I am an advocate of the High Court. I turn one in the practice mm-hmm. in absolutely one month. In one month. Exactly? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Wow. One month. Oh, awesome. Today. And wow. radio and radio? Yeah. Wow. Props. Excited to be here. Which, camp- which campus did you go to? Uh, Strathmore. Trust, oh. trust, oh. trust. Oh. You're rolling with the best. <laughs> Creme de la cream. Well done. Okay. Uh, and we also have Stella Letuya. Stella? Hi, Nick. Hi, Stella. Uh, hi, Nick. I'm Tell really excited to be here. Everyone is, so apparently. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, I'm an advocate of the High Court. Come closer to the uh, microphone, please. Okay. There. Uh, advocate of the High Court. Um, went to Catholic University of Eastern Africa. Also the cream of the cream. Uh, Gojo and BUA. <laughs> 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 no, <it's laughs> yeah. Thank you, Nick. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, fantastic. Welcome to the show. We are so happy to have you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I'm loving that. Yeah, I'm happy. Charles, yes. To let you happy last time. To I, s- I seem to recall Kuna Mabusu. Someone yeah. had been arrested. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, here you are. And uh, the word that came coming into our minds, mm-hmm. and we didn't like the word accused. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we said, we I think we Mabusu is worse. Mabusu and is I just said worst. Mabusu. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is the worst, irrespective. Uh-huh. And um, we said we're going to do a, ra- a, a quick uh, uh, wrap up. Oh, because yeah, okay. there's so much we have to uh, uh, like, uh, I, I get you. Like yeah, we leave uh, it at this and then we can continue we later because we're getting really technical yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and fantastic. Uh, we don't mm-hmm. tire people with a lot of that because now Pascal is here and Fustella uh, to actually enlighten us about so many other uh, other issues about yeah. the legal so insider. Anyway, we can start about with privacy. Yeah, it's stuff that came in after the show. Yeah. Yes. The, the questions we got after the show. Yeah. yeah. Let's start with that. 
Yeah, one of the questions was uh, mm-hmm. here you are Ukondani and mm-hmm. uh, uh, and someone was asking uh, something about uh, extracting information from you and the uh, right that, to be that, silent. That, that, that's some Guantanamo based stuff extracting <laughs> information. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, sorry, sorry I used the word extracting. <laughs> okay, but uh, okay, okay, wisdom too. Okay, here you are. Yes, uh, okay, for let's did uh, you say something about a minor offense? Someone said actually a minor offense. Mm-hmm. You're probably there for two, three days, you know, as it sort out your issues and then you're out. I like how casually I mentioned in two, three days. That's already unconstitutional. <laughs> but it has happened. Exactly. Yeah, but it has happened yeah. to so many of my friends. Like, yeah, I was inside. Those are those instances we were saying last week where the system fails you. The system is okay. The structure is fine. No, what the you, the no, personnel what you, fails you. If I remember very well, Nick, and we had a good laugh, you said, uh, yes, Charles, I agree, but God forbid it's on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I, it's on a Friday. So I, I, it means it's I, I, Monday. So we talk about two days, the, three there's, days. There's a number of things here in my view. Yeah. One, we don't have to wait for Monday. If okay. it's a misdemeanor, the OCS can release you on Saturday. Ah, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Normally, you can get signed dictate usiku Friday. Mm-hmm. Just know you're sleeping. Get comfortable. Get some tea. Okay, I'm, I'm really exaggerating. Akuna chai. Pascal. Get comfortable. You know what? Pascal. Pascal looks like he has experience. <laughs> Pascal, what did you do? No, no comment. Ah, no, no, no. There's a right against self-incrimination, so it's yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. He's pleading the fifth. Oh, for him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which is okay. You never know who's listening. But one thing uh, that we had a discussion after the show mm-hmm. yesterday, and a couple of people in the office asked him, uh, Nick, here I am. It's on a Friday evening. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's 4 a.m. in the morning, right? Get out of the car or whatever, whatever the case. Mm-hmm. If I call you at 4.30 a.m. in the morning, it's on a Friday, guys have done that, they've gone mm-hmm. out, they've gone, will you pick the call? And Nick said, yes, I will. And everybody in the laughing was like, ah, come on. But it's true. It comes to the territory. He was like, no, I'll pick your call. If I don't know your, your, you, rather, I will, I'll tell you, let me call you back in a few minutes, then... He'll process it and call you back immediately. We always solve our clients' issues no matter time of day. It's it's a profession. It's a job, you know. And it's also the calling and passion. Am I right? You That's very true. That's very yeah. true. Yeah. You do that also, Pascal. Absolutely. You once you become an advocate of the High Court, you have a duty to the public and to the to your clients. Mm-hmm. And in this particular instance, your client would be the arrested person. So you do have to show up and represent them. No matter the time. No matter the time. No matter the time. Charles Meskia Mejibu Mwenye. Yeah, Mejibu, but according to... So, so, so I, it's, I, I, it's, it's, it's across the profession. Wow. It's not just me. Okay. Wow. It's, a, it's good. It's good, good advocates, yes. Good advocates. Some wouldn't, I guess. Yeah, you I can't tell, speak for all of them. You know, like Idogo, yeah. I'll, I'll catch up with uh, you. It's like, I'm not going to Oh! I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. Oh! Do you experience that, yeah? Well, no... I don't know. I, I can't say I have. I'm the advocate. I get myself out of that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but there's something we mentioned last week about privacy and when someone's been arrested, the searches, yeah, getting the searches. into your car, getting into your house. Uh, yes. Well, we had a conversation. Yes, we had a conversation. Yeah. But we didn't finish it because mm. you kept, I kept telling you, like, you know, we have And we're just about to. <laughs> Charles, I'm saying to see your pattern now. <laughs> You're yeah, about to. Because it's so interesting. This is very, I, I love this area of law. I, I really want to yeah. discuss that because mm. it really impacts many kinds. No one knows what to do. But now the cop has come. The cop is there. A chance to pay Fuko. Yeah. They're searching your pockets. Nini. Yeah. Of course, the t- customary wedgie. Normal things. <laughs> now, okay. what happens then? Yeah. So that's the question. Yeah. Yeah, and really love for still to take us through this. I'm a very easy to. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So uh, typically, a cop cannot search you without a arrest warrant. It's uh, given that he has to have an arrest warrant. But if he doesn't have an arrest warrant, it means that he needs to have a, res a reasonable uh, uh, reason. Like suspicion. Suspicion yeah. to mm. search you. Mm. So maybe he has a suspicion, maybe... Um, maybe you're carrying a knife or something of that sort. Mm -hmm. That is the only reason a cop might have uh, a reason to search you. What if I don't want to be searched? You have the right to refuse to be searched. Oh man, that sounds uh, like going to the yeah, cell. Yeah, you have yeah. the right. It just sounds like you're heading straight to, you, to, you head straight to, the straight to Kamkunji. I'm telling you, because we had we had, we had a, st mm -hmm. a situation where mm -hmm. the long arm of the law, the traffic, <laughs> you caught up with leaking. Yeah. <laughs> so things we said in confidence <laughs> last week. No, no, no. It's a, yeah. <laughs> it's a conversation. And Nick actually stood his ground and said no. Yeah. Yeah. So is there a question? But Nick understands the law. Yes. He knows it. Yes. As opposed to this guy who's in the streets, Mamamboga, I'm a Kawida guy like Charles Gary. And I'm saying, no, I know the law. I know my lawyer. So that's why I think you'll climb on Mariamu very quickly. <laughs> straight. <laughs> straight. Is it? But see, yeah, it's I think it, but I, like I like what Stella is saying. Because yeah, exactly, if you yeah. know that it's not supposed to happen, yeah. you then ask the right questions. Where's your warrant? I need a search warrant, an arrest, something. Why are you searching me? Yes. And then it allows you, because you have the knowledge, to be firm without being arrogant or being rude. Say, mm -hmm. I'm not arguing with you. Which you I'm just saying no. Don't be rude. Don't be arrogant. I'm just saying no. See, Vita. Mm. I'm just refusing, you know. What other instances? Can they enter my house? Uh, yes, again, if they have a warrant. If they don't have a warrant, mm -hmm. they also have to have reasonable suspicion. Uh, let's say maybe there is someone locked in crying for help. They mm -hmm. have the right to break into your house and such mm -hmm. and, and rescue that person. Whatever they find in the midst of rescuing this person or whatever they think is being destroyed, they can get get into your mm -hmm. house so yeah they have to have and a warrant what if i lock them inside that house but they skip the house uh, normally police normally uh announce themselves when they mm -hmm. get in so if you know that they are police and you lock them in then that's a crime in itself but if you don't oh, know man. that they are police and you lock them in then that's you you that's suspicion of trespass what if the person who was wailing was like wailing for different reasons and they thought Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've not said anything. I've had neighbors, and it. Uh, yeah. It's, Again, it's they have to. It has to be reasonable, right? Mm -hmm. This person is calling for help, so mm -hmm. they have the rights to. Get oh, so it's very help. subjective. Yes. You know, it's case by case. Yes. Uh, they cannot just get in. Maybe TV was like the TV was on and all mm -hmm. that, and then mm -hmm. they say, "Oh, it was reasonable." Mm -hmm. They have to justify their reasonability. What, what are my remedies? Oh. They have already entered they the, house. the house. They had yeah. no warrant. Yeah. No one was. Wailing. So now, what do I do? Do I sue them? Do I go to a poor? It's a, it, that's a that's a, uh, a good point for constitutional uh, case. Mm -hmm. when oh they yeah, entered, the, uh -huh. they entered your premises. Oh, it's a violation of your right yes, to privacy. Yes, yes. I like that. Yeah. Ah, Charles, that brings us nicely to yes. today's topic. Exactly. So we'll take a short break. <laughs> of course, oh, we'll this, one I'll allow. this one is okay. This one is okay. You know? <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> this is something we have to return back there because you told me the criminal Oh, we must. Law. We're criminal just getting law. more technical. It's, it's an so I want to set, set up like a panel. Yeah, fantastic. Mm. And I like the fact we'll that you go through Pascal that. Yeah. and Stella having this mm. conversation. All right, we'll take a short break. But when we come back, the elephant in the room today is uh, content creation. And image and, rights. And image rights and yes. all that. And uh, I was just having my notes here, and we're talking about the YouTube. If you're listening right now, if you're a YouTuber, mm -hmm. you're a TikToker, mm -hmm. you're a blogger, a brand new. Oh influencer. man, what's that new one? Thread. Oh, threads. Oh man, threads. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, yeah. musicians, kit makers, bloggers, marketers. This list is just endless. 
And uh, on the backdrop of something called Corona, this thing mm-hmm. actually blew up in our faces. It became, became a massive industry. I want to say overnight, so but it was two years. But it became a massive industry. Massive, yeah. Yeah. All right, take a short break. We'll come back 15 minutes to 7 o'clock. The Legal Insider, Nick and Dada, give us the numbers. 0701-984-984. Hashtag Legal Insider. And hashtag, a quick one, <laughs> Wakili. <laughs> All right, 12 minutes to the top of the hour. The Legal Insider, Nick and Dada. Uh, is in the house, uh, the Kama legal insider, Kila Thursday. Kila Thursday. And uh, here we are. Uh, we have two amazing, amazing people who've just joined us. Uh, we have Pascal Musioki and Stella Latoya, advocates yeah. of the High Court of yeah. Kenya. And Pascal here is a budding IP law guru. And he has some things to tell us about data protection and image rights. Yeah? should have warned me before flattering me. I'm <laughs> comfortable. Uh, is it a thing about lawyers? Okay. Pascal <laughs> is slowly learning sure. about IP law. <laughs> 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 you got this. Yeah, so we were going mm. to discuss image rights today. Sorry. Is it a video or a picture? Yeah. So image rights, if I may define, begin by encompassing an individual's proprietary right to their personality mm-hmm. and their personal identity. Mm-hmm. So this discusses things like your image and Mm -hmm. every other attribute that you have that is uniquely identifiable to you. So say, for instance, you go to a club and Mm -hmm. someone takes a picture of you Mm -hmm. without your consent and you find it on social media the following day. Oh man, they I have can, a habit nowadays. Oh my word. That is coming, by the way. Uh I can look for you and sue the person. It as well. What, what happened? Well, yeah, <laughs> 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 you jumped on that one. Off my chest when I was very ready. You were very ready. I knew it. No, I was just waiting for confirmation. Good stuff, yeah. And this also applies to, say, for instance, models and content creators. Because we have lots of influencers that just license their image to corporates and other companies for purposes of marketing. I think we've even got into that one. Just hold it there first. You said. Any part of your body or image that is uniquely identifiable as you. Yes. So my alien hand qualifies. So this scar, which is, I'm the one who has this kind of scar. You're the only one that has that scar. But so if you can attribute it to you individually, then yes, it's yours. How do you attribute things individually? That's the question. Like, if this is me and only I have this scar in this exact pattern, then how do how do I claim this right for lack of a better one? I would think there needs to be a certain threshold that mm. is met that has to have your unique characteristic because a, a hand mm. can be anyone's hand literally so it has to be something that can be uniquely identifiable to mm. you so if your hand has that particular scar and that scar no one else has it then you have rights that mm. are pertinent to you mm. oh i like that okay all right so you basically you own yourself the, the unique parts of yourself would say that even well let's for instance even your voice mm-hmm. right no one else speaks like you Oh yeah, that's mm. true. Exactly. Science says that. Uh-huh. Exactly. So let's say, for instance, AI goes and takes your voice, mm-hmm. manufactures it, and applies it in a different setup that you did not license. Mm-hmm. That's still in that particular domain. That's oh, a right yeah. identifiable okay. to you. I like that. Okay. And when this happens, now we go into the right to privacy because you'd never license for that particular aspect of you to be used in that particular manner. Mm-hmm. So. Dope. Okay. Now go yeah. on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So content creators, influencers yeah. are all in this thing. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so, say for instance, while I was discussing the guys, the models that we see on billboards, right? Yeah. Mm. Billboards exist for only a certain particular amount of time, right? Mm-hmm. If a body corporate licenses your image to put on a billboard, and then once that expires, 
it goes and uses that image again where you did not license that that regardless of the fact that you allowed them to use that image that right expired once you're taken off the billboard they can't use that image anywhere else regardless of the fact that you signed it off so wait, so what you're saying is the use of the image is restricted in terms of time and in terms of mm. manner that is exploited exactly okay so when you're doing those things that we're very keen about the kind of license you're you're giving i don't think so because mm-hmm. we had this discussion with you recently mm-hmm. because so this is the time thing yeah uh-huh, yeah uh-huh. that time thing because you can okay let's say for instance the contract the contract expires up to a certain point in mm-hmm. time right but the larger body of the larger part of the contract says mm-hmm. that as a licensor you're going to indemnify the body corporate for using your image forever mm-hmm. right no, yeah, uh, perpetuity and exactly yeah. exactly so if they still use it after the contract expires that still goes into your right to privacy but if if i give you the right into you know for all time no you and can't. then then now this is part of all time but so. image rights i don't think you can assign them into perpetuity okay fair enough uh-huh. fair enough i guess it will depend on how the contract is worded i'd imagine exactly. also what you're saying is that's one of the things to look out for exactly so you if you're given a contract that. look out for duration uh, the duration for which you're licensing the use of your image. but i'm also saying that regardless of the duration if you look at article 31 Mm-hmm. of the constitution it mm-hmm. discusses the right to privacy right mm-hmm. and these rights that are normally in the bill of rights in the constitution of kenya can only be limited in the manner that has been outlined in the constitution of kenya you cannot limit that right by the by a contract but wait if it's my own image i mean what happens i feel like yeah, like people should be able to license themselves if they want to i think you can yeah. you can you, you can you can absolutely but you, you shouldn't because you know because that is get paid but the, <laughs> but the thing we're emphasizing you will be paid after <laughs> six years seven yeah. years yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. very true but yeah. the most we're emphasizing on right now is the agency mm. right mm-hmm. you should be able to have control over what your image is going to do oh true yeah mm. which which i like it's interesting because we've mm. had images where probably they have they have to go for three months and then they expire and i don't know what happens to the powers that be will say okay that mm-hmm. that image has to come down but you find it still there maybe a week or two later and what happens in that instance can you go back and tell them guys you told me three months yeah it's been now uh, two weeks i'm still seeing my image up there so can you tell them compensate yeah, actually you can you can oh, you man, can. i want to oh, really encourage oh, that no, actually, you thank you, you, you people don't know that uh, pascal because these billboards are generating revenue for this company exactly and they've generated mm-hmm. revenue for that particular period of time if it exceeds that period of time you can still calculate the amount of projected revenue that they enti- they had anticipated to create by the billboard and apply it to the time that they've exceeded mm. boom oh yeah cuz you continue to exploit your image without paying you exactly oof yeah. interesting so. okay there's uh-huh. a question here i just got from a friend he's called joji okay. okay. joji is a tiktoker he does his own uh, things he says what about my rights of freedom I come I do my own thing I TikTok I do whatever people feel nice and they're happy and all that mm-hmm. it's for me mm-hmm. why am I paying the government why should I pay them that tax thing no. it's my thing it's <laughs> just for me. yeah these guys are paying me for it's mine why am I paying you, you I'm, I'm, not I'm not touching that with a long stick no 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 no, no. <laughs> no, no but people that's what people are saying see, by the way taxes are taxes those public cons- participation in the finance on the finance bill you have your local MP who voted or didn't no. vote or didn't go that, to that's parliament. In court, yeah, yeah. Just, that, yeah. That's already in court. Just it's already in court. Yeah. yeah uh, so oh, okay. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> then that tax question just mm. it boggles the mind. It boggles. And now go pasan. Yeah. <laughs> what other rights do we enjoy of our images? I'm just curious. 
Are we talking about right now what has been passed or what has what was there before corona because before corona guys were enjoying just guys putting things on their platforms and enjoying then all of a sudden as uh wakili mm-hmm. said yeah okay all wakili said yeah at that time because i remember we were here at capital fm mm-hmm. things just exploded as in you checking your uh your phone you're seeing all these you know like where have these people been tiktok just blew up youtubers there's a lack of competing activities guys are just chilling uh-huh. i think what happened is social media is always big it i know that's very commercialized yeah when people couldn't move around the only way to conveniently do advertising marketing everything was a solo person with his phone yeah. recording himself in the house or something so it's the commercialization that came uh during covid time it was heavily commercialized and on the micro nano levels as well previously you'd have to be a billboard model or you're on an advert for abl or something safari come i guess to make good money but now a TikToker was being paid by TikTok to do things. YouTube yeah. was doing the same. IG, Twitter, you know, it's the whole thing. Then corporates put money into it, into yep, content creation. Yeah. So that's why it blew up. But you'll find most of the laws we are talking about were there before. Like the Constitution in 2010. Uh, right to privacy under Article 31. That was passed in 2010. Well before COVID. You see. So you'll find most of the rules, regulations, protections existed. But because there was no money in that sector, no one really cared. No one was paying me anyway. I talked to me a picture. <laughs> but now oh. the people are being paid for that stuff. Big time. I, I need to know. I need my contract, need my money. How long for, which regions. Yeah. And that's why I think a lot of content creators fail to follow up on when it comes mm. to like the commercialization of their images and their content and things like that. Mm. Say it again. They fail. They fail. fail. The word is they fail. They content fail. creators fail. I'm talking to them right now because of here. You guys fail. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I genuinely think, <laughs> based on my goodness, <laughs> <laughs> no, I like this information yeah, because, okay. because true, I, make, I make them in the theaters. Because it's a few times like, here, by the way. Yeah, 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 I remember. Ah. Yeah, and they're like, like Charles is a, is, is a f- former failure. <laughs> <laughs> Charles was an actor at the Kenya National Theatre. I'm still acting. Yeah, National Theatre, but I still act. And, and then he d- didn't have contracts. In fact, he used to walk away from those contracts. What? In exchange for more money, Elizabeth up on air. No, I did, I did, I yeah. did, yeah. Because now you're telling me this is what you'll give me. Then we start uh, rehearsing and all. Mm. Then someone walks and tells me, "No, you cross over. I'll give you th- treble that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, she can script Yaku. It's been real. Ah, Sioni Nicky Fanyeple. Pascal, sorry, Pascal, sorry, man. I was going to say that I would converge the failure with the. Say, for instance, you get a contract as a content creator. Mm-hmm. The only failure that I would attribute in that particular aspect is failing to like go through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Be particular about what exactly you want out of this contract. If they say they're going to use you right up your image up to a certain point, let it be outlined strictly there. If you have a problem with a certain clause that says, say, for instance, you're not going to take this company to court regardless of whatever it is they're going to do with your image, you should actually write down down highlight it in red pen and ask them why this is there mm. because you see a lot of times the content creators just tend to look at the money aspect which is true right yeah. you, look you, at, you look at the money and the deliverables how many reels how many stills how many mm-hmm. stories yeah. exactly that's it exactly and who's who's giving the props exactly yeah and All that's right. it mm. but once that contract lapses you come you come back and find out oh you could have gotten even more money from this mm-hmm. because they went and used your image or they was, went and used your content even in aspects that they hadn't even discussed with you mm-hmm. but because they put in a clause in the agreement that says that okay you're not going to take me to court regardless of whatever it is that happens 
then mm-hmm. where exactly do your rights normally lie? It becomes very mm-hmm. difficult to follow up I in like cases that. like that. Because then it forces you to go to court and say this is an onerous contract exactly. what not is for oh yes, yes, yes. It becomes a whole headache in court. It's yeah. doable but it's a headache. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have someone mm-hmm. here, he's called Mikey mm-hmm. and he's saying um a lot of these content creators mm-hmm. are under eighteen. Them some of them are just millennials and Gen Zs who have a lot of imaginations. And of course, uh, going about the bill proposed a fifteen percent tax to digital um creators. From July 1st, if you're paying, if you're uh, uh, paying a content creator by law, uh, withhold 1.5% of the payment and remit it to the government. So he's like, okay, because if you look at the content, these guys, they're all over, you know, mm-hmm. they're all over. They're under 18s, they live with their parents. So how do we deal with this one? Let's take a short break. When we come back, look at Nick. It's 7 God o'clock right now. Yes. I, wasn't, I wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I was anticipating all of them today. I'm surprised you caught me on that yeah, one. By, by the way, that's it's because you're looking at Pascal, so it's also looking at him. Yeah, no, that's why I didn't want to look at you. I said, look at Pascal, because I didn't say, no, wait. Nick and Dad, uh, give us those numbers. 0701-984-984. Hashtag Legal Insider. Yeah, hashtag a quick one. We're short break right now. And yeah. Pascal is here to tell us about 7 o'clock. Yeah, we're back again. Yeah, immediately past seven o'clock in the Legal Insider. Yeah, my celebrity lawyer. Oh, first time Nick today. Well Nader. done. Oh, yeah. You, you survived half the show. <laughs> <laughs> of course, in the studio, we have uh, Stella, advocate of the High Court in Pascal. Uh, we're talking about content creation. So, your questions, get them in and give them the. 0701 hashtag Legal Insider. Yeah, hashtag a quick one, Wakili. Yes. And uh, I'll you would ask yeah. about the. Um, under 18s who are content creators 18s. and whatnot. In yeah. fact, they start from about very young, by the way. They're very creative. You see, very oh, I see kids doing this all the time. Is yeah. that a child who's a pastor or something? Yeah, I saw that one and yeah. that shocked me. You yeah, see? Right. And I was like, okay, what's going on here? Yeah, there's some things, but from a content creation, is that, what are the images surrounding that youth, child pastor? Well, first yeah. of all, first of all, we should start by the fact that under 18s cannot exactly sign contracts on their own. So they have to have their guardians or someone that is the legal representative of the child mm-hmm. to do that uh, representation for them on their behalf before they get to this arrangement to the companies. Oof. Okay. Eesh. Okay, but let me ask. Oh man, this is just so deep. It I have to really think about it because I'm thinking about do kids have Instagram and TikTok accounts and whatnot? Mm-hmm. They and do. and they if do. they do, and it's the TikToks and the YouTube that's supposed to pay them, yeah. are they in a contract with a minor? Or do they open under a false ID, in which case the entire contract is not valid and they won't be paid? Wow, wow. Because it, when you're opening, instead of an email account, it'll ask you for your date of birth, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah? And that's to establish you're over 18. Yeah? I think when we come into those particular arrangements, we veer into the discussion about when exactly children should join social media. 
because now you see countries oh so uh, it be a moral question yeah. exactly. not a legal one exactly not and it's still mm-hmm. legal it's still legal because mm-hmm. if you look at different jurisdictions uh, countries like the US there's a state that has just passed a law that says no one under the age of 16 can get onto social media oh, I saw that without yeah. the parents consent so oh. you see in situations like that well until the age of 16 that particular child cannot contract with a marketing agency or like they cannot be an influencer unless it's under the supervision and authority and their representation parent. of the parent mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or their guardian I guess. exactly yeah. but when you look into jurisdictions like ours most of the time you find that these children are running these accounts yes but it's normally under the supervision of the parents so most of the time you even find the parents also have logins so the pe- the parents are there moderating everything that's happening at the same time so in those instances the influencers that are mm-hmm. children are only a representation but the people contracting are the parents and the companies So mm. what happens if the influencer the child influencer doesn't deliver on the contract? I'm choka leo. Witabix or something. You know, you know kids are. Huh? Yeah. Who bears the brunt of that uh, breach of contract? That it has the parent. Yeah, it has it's, the parent is the contracting uh, entity. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Wow. I love this. I love this. So you're busy lecturing Charles about contracts and what to look out for. No, actually I want to take the conversation on different tangent kidogo mm-hmm. yeah. because mm-hmm. we've put on too much heat on the content creators. We also mm-hmm. need to discuss certain companies and entities that also tend to use people's mm-hmm. images without the Please. license. Yeah. Well, true. Yeah. I've handled a few of those. And it's it's been yeah. discussed in court as well because uh, we even have uh, one of our classmates in the Kenya School of Law found his image that was used in a university brochure. He never licensed that. Then he went and took the university to court. <laughs> Poetic and justice. He got, yeah, he got <laughs> about... You uh, know about the law you're not supposed to do it. Yeah, exactly, go ahead and exactly, do it. Exactly, exactly. Oh. how much? Uh, <laughs> I think I saw my picture somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Can start budgeting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how much about, did you get? I think the standard rate right now is about half a mil. That's oh. Bad. Yeah. And how good. frequent they use the image. Yeah. So you have yes. to put that into contention also. Yes. Um, so what if you are a figure of public notoriety and now you've been linked to something else and you know, you know, I would say you get more instance. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. You Sweet. do. Because like if you look in that particular instance that I just outlined. Yeah. That university only used it on a brochure. Right? And it wasn't exactly for profit. It was just a violation of his privacy and his image rights. If you get It's obviously for profit because they share the brochure to attract students. That is very debatable. That is very debatable. Are you yeah. saying your friend was actually deterring people no, from joining the campus? No, he wasn't. <laughs> he was encouraging them to join <laughs> the campus with money. So pay me. I will call him and ask him just now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't do that. No, <laughs> no we, we don't have to target him. We're going to spotlight like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yes. So, in instances where you're a public figure or a figure mm-hmm. of notoriety and your image is known for mm-hmm. a particular uh, thing or a particular mm-hmm. line of nice business. Nice things. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then that image is taken and constrained and used in a different aspect that mm-hmm. you did not license and that even tarnishes your image in this particular business that you had already aligned yourself with then you can sue for damages and lost revenue for that let me ask you something i remember back in the day there's a judge of the high court who went to a supermarket and they declined his card but he had funds in the account and he sued the bank mm. and he won a million plus for the embarrassment of appearing like he doesn't have money just the embarrassment yes he was in a queue maybe go chew me or something maybe it didn't collapse then the swipe is card swipe says swipe nothing you're not in funds sued the bank one and it's because he was a judge of the high court of Kenya 
he cannot be appear to be broke because then he appears like he's being compromised by litigants. So it affected everything and he won and got a lot of money. But at the same time, there are public figures who are vilified and, you know, tarnished left, right, center. So where do you draw the line between you are in the a public figure and you are a private person whose rights are being violated? So when, when do you cross the line? It's exactly what I told you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you cross the line from now? You have 80K followers and then uh, this guy has 3 million mm. followers. Which one's a public figure? Which one isn't? I feel like now we would be veering into the discussion on the deformation aspect, mm-hmm. right? Because I remember when we've discussed this particular aspect in the cases that we normally do, mm-hmm. we normally see that the courts will tend to determine based on the reputation as person has. Say, mm-hmm. for instance, say, for instance, you, right? Yeah, yeah it's no, never no, happened. No, no, but right, okay, right, let's right. instance no, it. Yeah, Charles uh-huh. is the one that said celebrity lawyer. Charles, I've warned you several times about that. He doesn't like it. You see, for the you last see three this months. Is this is why. This is why I don't want that. Okay. So in that instance, uh, you've clearly we can clearly see that Nick has a reputation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So mm-hmm. if his image is used in a certain aspect that he does not like, right? Mm-hmm. He's a public figure. Mm-hmm. It's something that he can prove. Mm-hmm. He can go to court and say that he's normally on radio. Mm-hmm. He has this amount of image. He's an advocate of the High Court and mm-hmm. ABCD. Mm-hmm. But when we come to someone else as a private person, it becomes more difficult to establish that mm-hmm. because even in defamation cases, the court normally says that okay, what reputation did you have in the first place? for someone to say that this is... Oh, so uh, even no one knew you anyway. Exactly. So <laughs> oh, yeah. There so, could be that okay. argument. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So that All would right. be how it would go. Oof. Not been it. Wow. Pascal, go on. Okay. Now you're lecturing the corporates who are misusing images. What's the recourse now to the corporate? We've used the image. Now what happens? Sipole bus. What happens? Do you have to engage this guy? Do you have to well, pay them? Can, can, you, can you ratify in retrospect? I don't think so. Because... It comes through a discussion about due diligence now. Mm-hmm. If you as a corporate use someone's image without their license, then you failed in your due diligence process. But what if I find that image online? You posted it in mm-hmm. the public domain. Made me download to see the co-op. Okay, but it was in the public domain for a particular purpose. Was it in the public domain for that company oh, okay, to fair use? Fair enough. Maybe it exactly. was there for, for someone to get likes. Exactly. And then now, exactly. So it, all, ah. it comes back to the decision of agency of the owner of that particular image mm-hmm. so as comp- as a company mm-hmm. and as a body corporate you need to do your proper due diligence before you come into an arrangement of using someone's image you also need to know who the owner of that image is how they want that image to be used mm-hmm. whether or not they agree to be commercialized in the aspect that you want to do commercialize it mm-hmm. and above all things have that agreement in paper I like that. I mean, the challenge uh, oh, yeah, yeah. we usually face is how, how do you prove that exploitation of your image? Yeah. That's the problem. Unless you see it somewhere, yeah. you'll never know it was used. Mm. You won't know. You might go to India and find Charles, you're on a billboard there. Uh, <laughs> you're a poster child for something. You don't know. So in the Uko, they're like, ah, it's Charles is the main man. Yeah, and you're here in Capitol Institute. And you don't <laughs> even know how you're minting tombs in India. <laughs> Yeah, by the way, you know, true. you'll never yeah. know. Esther is actually asking a question. Mm-hmm. Is asking, mm-hmm. do we have a body that actually looks into all this, all into the YouTubers, TikTokers, the bloggers, and all these people? That the, is in there looking at everybody because we're in the hundreds of thousands. How do you justify all this fifteen percent tax on all these uh, digital creators and all that? How do you justify it? Okay, fine, guys, if you say no, they dropped it to one point five percent, which is still a huge amount of money. If they can get all these people in. But do we have a body or just the government saying, yeah, oh, you yeah, know. Yeah. Who does that? Who does that? I feel like 
Who did be though? I would yeah, don't you. think that there's an explicit body because yeah. we're going into the line of thought of like MCSK or something like that. Yeah, because data protection is no is Communications Authority handles the Data Protection Act, so I think it will be along those lines. But I don't think there's anything robust specifically set up I don't think so. for influencers. Yeah. This, yeah. Uh, like you call them, the common mananchi yeah. issues. Exactly. I don't think there's a body for that. You still have to go litigate it like a commercial dispute Correct. or a civil dispute yeah. in a court of law. Yeah. I think that's unfortunate because the issues in that space are very unique. Yeah. You know, you might go to a commercial court and find the judge, honestly, for all their, their willingness to help. They just don't understand these things you're telling them. Yeah, they don't. You know? Because the new world, (laughs) (laughs) you know, there's a saying we say in theater, Uh a journey of a thousand miles starts with a flat tire. To me, that's what it is. That's not what it says. No, legislating this thing, by the way, by the time you get really... I agree with you. The day you have a journey of a thousand miles, that day you have to put on a flat. This one is tricky. On the day you are late, flat. It's raining, flat. That's what I look at it. As an actor, as a media practitioner. Anyway, Pascal. Yes. So... I also want to touch on the Data Protection Act because Mm -hmm. all of this image that is on the internet and Mm -hmm. on social media also Mm -hmm. comes into the ambit of the Data Protection Act because because it is still all data and that still veers into data privacy. So we also need to look into the discussion of the terms and conditions. And I know that not so many people read those things yeah. nowadays. You no, just no, sign no, up no, 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 Pascal. On this show, we are honest. We are honest. No <laughs> one reads those things. No one, period. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sheldon Cooper, I guess. Or something. <laughs> okay, okay. But I'm starting to see a tangent in different jurisdictions where we find that, okay, maybe in the African jurisdiction, mm-hmm. we don't exactly have that much research into these things. Mm-hmm. But if you look abroad, we're letting this jurisdiction do the research for us. Uh-huh. Because we have, say, for instance, Meta and the apps that they're launching today. Mm-hmm. This th- uh, thread was launched last night. Right? Mm-hmm. Everyone is on it. It's, it has about 10 million sign-ups in seven hours. Oh, well, I'm not on it. Child. But no. that, that's what Zuckerberg said. No, must be we're old. just busy <laughs> doing <Old>. other things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's Pascal. Uh-huh. Right, right. So if you look at that particular app, it says that you cannot delete your thread account what? You cannot delete it. As long as you have an Instagram account, you cannot delete your Threads account. You have to delete both. You see, you uh, see, Pascal, hey. how many people are on Thread already? Uh, it was 10 million in seven hours. Trapped. It's been about a day. Trapped. Trapped. The entry terms and conditions. Fine print. You Always gets you. The fine you know, print. fine print is written in white ink. on white paper (laughs) (laughs) but it's written yeah it's written wow Pascal what so now bringing back into the discussion about image rights I was going into the tangent of like say for instance you put your image on Mm -hmm. one of those apps right Mm -hmm. one of the meta apps it's either Instagram or Threads well Facebook WhatsApp I think okay for our purposes meta Instagram yes Okay. Uh, Uh I don't want to say not many people are on those things because Mm -hmm. a lot of people still are, are Facebook. Yeah, my dad. But, Stuff. But, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Oh my sorry. God. It's, my, it's my uncle Otien. He's <laughs> very active. He's OT, yeah. Ah, we should not post Morgan Vili Apo. He's 67. Which is okay, by the way. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. It's fantastic for them, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, say for instance, you post your content and your mm-hmm. image on thread and mm-hmm. you can't delete your account. So, what happens now? Abandon it. Why? But what if you want to be on Instagram but not Thread? 
Why are you forcing me to yeah. be here? You see, that's the and thing. No one is forcing you, Nick. You can still on Instagram. You don't, you don't need to point. Okay, you can stay on Instagram. Gosh, the rest of it's us. So are, the rest of us are trapped. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when we come back, the next uh, two seconds, we'll talk about that issue about being trapped. Okay, Nikki, you wanted to say something. And then it's getting so interesting. And of course, uh, we're talking about content creation. If you have any questions, please ask. Or any other question, by the way. Yeah, any legal. Any, not quite that. We got this. Yeah. Any yeah. legal issue. We have Stella is here. Pascal is here. Uh, Nick Ndeda is here. Uh, Nick, the numbers. 0701-984-984. Hashtag Legal Insider. Hashtag Quick One Wakili. Yeah, we're back again, 16 minutes for 7 o'clock right here on your best weeks in music, Capital FM, how are you doing? It's a Legal Insider, and today it's an interesting, interesting evening. We're talking about content creation. Uh, it was proposed by the government, 15% tax on all digital uh, creators, whether you're a TikToker, YouTuber, blogger, brand, photographer, skit maker, uh, anything that is in there. Well, skit maker is uh, a thing? Yeah. Dope. I didn't know. Yeah. I can make skits. Guys who make these short skits. Uh. Yeah, make a short skits and then... Doom, 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 you know that kind of sound. Yeah, doom, I'm sure, I don't know the sounds, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I turn the scare yeah. juicy. Yeah, and you're like, oh, okay. So, okay I'm, I'm not into that because I... Uh, I, uh, I let other people school. be. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm old school. school. I'm old school. I'm old school. I read uh, Robert Ludlam. I'm a, I'm a the stuff you sent me. I tried to read it today. I was like, hey. <laughs> and the bench Nick, book. <laughs> that bench book. But, and it's interesting, by the way. And thank you for making me understand I'm very palatable, it. isn't it? Yeah. Well, you yeah. made me and how to read it mm. and take it in bits and pieces. I can't just read it through like a mm. newspaper, mm. just slowly. These are actually law students. Oh, my God. Cramming the day before exams. Well, we know, well, we know well, them. Okay, we know okay. how you are. Let me put it that way. Amazing. Pascal, there's something I've just mentioned before Charles did his thing. <laughs> okay, About uh, image rights and the right to privacy. Now, those images, your, your social media accounts, yeah? Bringing back to what Stella was talking about at the start of the show. Yeah, yeah. Can the cops chokora my social media, check my DMs, ni, ni, ni. you know, that, that's my that's my stuff. Why are you looking at the post, nani, tag nani, you know? Is that what happens there? Uh, I don't think cops can, uh, can go through your social media or your mm -hmm. phone or computer or anything unless there's a crime being committed, mm -hmm. unless they're investigating something, mm -hmm. and also the most important part, unless they have a warrant. Okay, let me ask. If I posted a picture with Pascal or Charles, mm -hmm. yeah, and I'm the last person to see him before he disappeared, mm -hmm. then oh, yeah. God forbid he rocks up somewhere, I'm a Dulumio. Yeah. yeah. Someone's harmed him. Yes. Maybe it wasn't me. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was. Yeah. There's that image of us rocking up at uh, Blankets or Koroga or something. You know, yeah. th th is that something that can be used against me? Is that something that's evidence? Yes, I think it is evidence because because you've said it, you were the last person to see him. So that's reasonability enough mm -hmm. to go to your phone and search for that evidence and find it. If they find it, I think you will be given the opportunity to explain it. I don't think. But they need a warrant, yeah, like a search warrant at least. Yes, they will. Like need they a do search. the banks and all yes, that. Yes, the accounts. Yes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, if they suspect there is an ongoing crime, they can just get directly. I think some a lot of uh, cases we've had is uh, they use that we mm. were suspecting that a crime oh, was yeah, happening. It gives them an excuse to go into your phone and look mm. for the image. 
So when do we have to discuss that? Because there's yeah. cognizable offenses and uncognizable Uncog- offenses. Yes. It's even the, when you're dealing with the officers, sometimes mm-hmm. they don't want to draw that distinction. Mm-hmm. For them, all offenses attract, give, uh, accrue that right to them. It's not right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. We have so, to discuss that so, at some so, point. So do they, when you say that, do they have, uh, trying to get into your... Uh, do they ask you for the phone or they'll go to meet Airtel or Safari? No, they usually ask you. They usually ask you. And if you decline? Oh, but as she said, if there's reason, there's mm-hmm. if there's reason, you yeah. have to. Okay, yeah. I get it. I get it. Thank you. Well, I'm curious. Can we be compelled? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens if you just don't comply? If you, It's your right also not to comply. Uh, again, uh, it's your given right by the mm. constitution. But they have to go to court and present a case before a magistrate or a judge or whomever that they have reason mm. to believe that whatever you hold in your phone can help them in the investigation. You have to remember also that uh, under the under the law, uh, mm. cops are given a privilege to investigate a crime. Mm. So if they mm-hmm. provide evidence that you hold something that could aid them in their investigation, they could be given You'll get orders. that warrant, yeah, yeah, right. Yes, yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, makes that makes sense. The problem is you'll encounter an officer, perhaps you look suspicious, perhaps you mm-hmm. don't, mm-hmm. They immediately want to affect their right of search. Yeah. They let's assume you look suspicious. We suspect you're committing something. It's a, you're behaving in a manner likely to suggest, suggest. Yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, they're in your pockets. Mm-hmm. Rarely they ask for you to unlock your phone, but you're in your pockets all over the time. Yeah. Yes, yes. And, and, and this one is to tell also. How do you deal with city uh, kanjo? <laughs> because that's another government on its own. Oh man, Charles, I remember the time my boy George was in town. Yeah. Upon a bomb blast. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, then uh, the city county, as yeah. it was then, had just uh, city council, as mm. it was then, had just done this. Uh, like they had these plants, then that car. Like a flower pot thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Flower bed. Yeah, they were brand new. It was like a re- revolutionary in Nairobi. Right. People say, hey, nowadays we even have, you know. Okay. Then my boy George at that point, I think his father had died, so he's distracted. He stepped on that thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think that lorry reversed all the way to Buruburu <laughs> to collect him. And it was bad. <laughs> This guy's like, oh, tunapanda mkikanyaga. Weji, lorry. Oh my goodness. It sounds <laughs> funny, but why? Bro, my dad just died. I remember yeah. just processing that. I have to go to the hospital to check the body. He was like, mm-mm. Nengapi wamekufa. Tukweleke Kenyatta. You know, wow. Like, the city council used to be brutal. Brutal, brutal. brutal. Do they have powers of arrest even? Uh, or do they arrest as private citizens? Um, I wouldn't think that they have given a mandate to arrest people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, they, I'm not sure if they can arrest as private persons. Man, I'm, I'm not very really sure. I have, to, I have to look into that. Yeah. that that's a curious yeah. area because that's, that's a story they, they, they really, in some instances, yes. they and, really and, and bully this, people. And this is tied on to what Pascal was talking about mm-hmm. because I know a situation where uh, a lady and a guy actually came to, to see me and said, we were doing a video on uh, on a Friday, no, it was a Sunday afternoon, because you know mm-hmm. they do it around here, Londro House, Kenyatta uh, Avenue. Yeah, yeah. when uh, there's no people around. There's, there are no yeah. peeps around, and they are doing their own thing, TikToking, YouTubing, they have a small group mm-hmm. of people that they're dancing. And this Kanjo came up and said, Mukona license. They were not and they, These guys are young, these Me are, no, are no, kids, yeah. man. And they already called the wife. No, Denny Likwangapi. Yeah, by the end, they were. Tell the shopkeeper. Yeah, yeah, you see. And they were like, uh, Uncle Charles, what do we do? I was like, mm-hmm. let me speak to my lawyer. And so like, oh, that show of yours. You guys are, you guys are funny. I'm like, no, we're funny, but you have but to listen. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. In a situation like that, what do you tell this Kanjo guy? You tell him where when are you amount because they were like think, they, they just relocated. I think the new governor got rid of that requirement for licenses. This is recently yeah, like it, it, it happens in isolation. Yeah, so you see, when that that's happens, that's it goes, what, by, it goes by what you are saying. That's why they stick together in one yeah. area. Because if you go in an isolated place, it's at KICC, mm-hmm. they'll be on you. Because they can't see anybody to protect mm-hmm. you. So what do you what do you say to these young people right now? It goes by what you're saying about knowledge is power. Exactly. Farm, don't be angry. Don't Just be angry. know. Yeah. Because I know when they take you to city court, they'll have no charges to level against you. They'll likely not even take you anywhere. They'll harass you there. If they see you as, you know, you don't understand your rights and their obligations to actually even protect you and safeguard you while you're in CBD recording those things. Oh, okay. But do they know that? That's the question. No, I'm sure they know. But, anyway, yeah, as you mm. said, there's some one or two are a bit too okay. You'll you, you always have a bad yeah, But Pascal, yeah, you'll yeah. take on that one. Yeah, I would be inclined to agree with Nick on this particular subject yeah. because the new administration that came in last year outlawed those particular licenses and everything that content creators require to record in Nairobi. So if you, as a content creator, actually know this and say this when someone tries to arrest you in the event that they're saying that you're breaching the law or something or mm-hmm. you require a license to film in Nairobi, then they're likely trying to take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. So like oh. as Nick said, it's just knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. Because even if they get you into a cell and you're charged the following day, what exactly are they going to charge you with? Because that's going to now veer into the line of false charges and things like that. And which is likely not to happen because they tend to turn away before it develops into something. They, they know what they're doing. Exactly. Oh, they know mm-hmm. what they're doing. And if they don't, call your lawyer. He'll educate them right quick. <laughs> okay, you're right. Pascal. Pascal. Sorry. Yeah, so going into the realm of what happens and what your rights are on a social media platform, because we do have those cases that I said at the very beginning of, let's say, for instance, you've gone out and mm-hmm. someone just takes a picture of you and uses it to market a club, right? Mm-hmm. You did not license a club to use that image. You did not give your uh, in in image this particular sphere, this particular sphere of law image mm-hmm. rights we normally call it uh image release contract mm. right oh, let me write that one down yes so like if you go to a club and someone takes a picture of you and does not ask for your permission to release that image you have every right to have it taken down i've been to events where while you're in it they come around asking you for your name or your Instagram handle. Are you okay if you post images, da da, that kind of thing? Exactly. But you see, we don't sign anything. We just say, oh, it's cool, it's easy, you know, and then carry on. So, what then happens if they commercialize, not just to post on IG or something, they actually commercialize it? Was that saying it's okay enough for them to commercialize? I don't think it's okay for them to commercialize it because mm-hmm. you only said it's okay because they said they're going to post it. Or to show that you attended the That's event. It. That's, That's it. That's it. Uh-huh. If they use it in any other sphere rather than that which you agreed upon, you have every right to go and report that image and flag mm. it on social media on every particular platform because all the platforms normally nowadays have moderators. Mm. So once you flag it and say that this image should not be here because I did not give it, I did not give the permission for it to be here. Con- exactly, mm. exactly. It's against my privacy. I did not allow for this image to be posted. Okay. Well, then but, it can't uh, be taken down. What about those clubs that have that signboard? When you're walking in, they will take photographs and video by entering. You consent, da 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 da. Uh, what happens, you know? Because yes. I've been to events also. Yes. Where they have like a signboard. I've seen that. Mm. What happens to those ones? I would say that in that particular instance, you've only allowed, like we said just earlier, mm. you've only allowed the use of that image to show that you attended that thing, that you were there. That's no, it. No, the thing is, that signboard is going to tell you that 
they'll take pictures and they own those pictures. So Kingia, you've consented to them to do that. You see, now I've seen those signs. This is experience, yeah? So my argument has been, if you don't communicate that at the point where I'm buying the ticket, what happens? Because I already bought the ticket. It was maybe 8,000. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it was 8,000. Now I'm at the venue. I'm seeing this and about images and I don't want that. Do uh, I get a refund? Because yeah, like okay, I'm, I'm okay attending your event, mm. Mm. but I'm not okay with these images and whatnot. So what happens in that instance? I think that in that instance, then there would have to be express communication about what exactly they're going to do with your image. Mm. And in particular, if you do not want that image to be used in any way, shape or form, regardless of your attendance of that event, mm. then they o- there's also the right to admission at the end of the day. Yeah, because if, if you don't want us to use your image and it's right there at the entrance, then... My only issue is, I think that ought to be communicated at the point of buying the ticket. So as I'm making mm. the decision to purchase this ticket, yeah. that's a critical term and condition. That's very true. Of my attending, you that's see? That's very true. So if I don't know that, I've already bought, now I'm there, you tell me about the pictures. But I would also know? tend to think that just by the fact that image rights are inalienable, mm. they are pertinent to you. It's your image. No one yeah. else can, No one else is going to get your image anywhere. Mm. Regardless of whatever it is they want to do with that image, mm. the right still comes back to you. You cannot waive that. Okay. But mm. uh, I think my take on for that is if you're organizing an event, make sure the terms and conditions are available to your attendees at mm. the point of purchase of mm. their tickets. Yeah, it just eliminates that. A lot that, of yeah. uh, digital tickets include the terms and conditions. They'll, they'll give you a link to a website or something, mm. you know. Now, what if I don't have access to the internet or yeah, easy access? Have you really that's told true. me anything? Yeah, that's true. You know, because if I can buy the ticket at the gate and it's printed there for terms conditions www dot, that's nice. Mm. I'm here at the gate. Now, what do I do with this? Mm-hmm. Do you get me? So I'd imagine some things that would wow. be communicated at the point of purchase. Yeah. Well, I would think then we would have to evolve. Mm in law and policy to mm. accum- to have certain aspects of those terms and conditions that are expressly guaranteed or that you expressly give consent to at the point ah, of yeah, purchasing yeah, that. Yeah. That, that's exactly what because I'm there are yeah. general terms and conditions yes. yes but if there's a particular term and condition that is particular to your privacy uh, yes, and to your image, you should then give that consent before you purchase that. Yeah. And you see now if you're buying tickets digitally like Stella rightly says it's just a checkbox Check here, you agree to this. That's check here, you agree to this. Yeah. Check here, you agree to this. Make your payment. Done. If you don't agree, don't check it. We won't process your payment. Easy peasy. I think wow. that's how I'd go about it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah? Thank you so much. <laughs> you can look, look at the time. Uh, you're not <laughs> catching me off guard. Because I can see but the, but Dennis, Dennis I is here with arrived. <laughs> wow. This thing, we, I, I don't think we've even scratched the surface, not Pascal. Yet. Not, not yet. yet. Yeah. So we need him this back. This is with, preliminary. back also. Oh, man. The criminal thing coming, then the content. Oh, yeah. man. Charles, yeah, we have yeah. a busy schedule. It's going to be a good year. It's going to be a brilliant year. Oh, bro. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> my goodness. Thank you so much to all of you coming in. Thank you, Pascal. To the digit- it's called the Digital awesome. Insider. I've just checked in. So many questions people have asked me, mm-hmm. including the one for uh, the Kanjo uh-huh. one, and they're doing that, uh, whatever. That, it's affecting everyone, basically. Mm-hmm. Basically everyone. And I was reading somewhere about um, about images being transferred from one place to another. There's a tax to it. It's called the Digital Asset Tax, which, by the way, you're supposed to be paid when they do that. But people don't know about it. But I know you know about it. Mm-hmm. I was reading up, I was like, my goodness. 
I didn't know about it. Yeah. There's yet another attack. Yes. yes. That's why I said about this. Oh, man. The when journey of the a news, thousand I knew, miles I knew is a flat right. tire. <laughs> That's what new had because it's Charles. I didn't need to know that. Uh, we, uh, you know, My I'm, accountant knows that. I'm learning how to do this now because of <laughs> what? you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, oh, Oscar. Okay. Stella, thank, thank you so much. Thank, thank you for having me. Thank you. And you'll be back again, by the way. Nick Dada, give us those conversations to go on. Reach us on 0701984984. Hashtag Legal Insider. Legal Insider every every Thursday, 6.30 to 7.30. This conversation, it has to continue. So get them in, get them in. Next Thursday, I have no idea. Nick will call me on Tuesday and tell me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Read up on this. I'm like, hey, you're being a lawyer. This week, we're on the Witchcraft Act. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>